Hello, everyone. Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of Joyfully Queer. This is a podcast that's dedicated to celebrating the vibrant colors of our community and the strength and resilience that lies at the heart of it all. Uh, I'm Bethany, your host and your guide to all things queer and joyful. My pronouns are she and they, and I am an activist, an artist, an interfaith spirituality and wellness coach, and a proud member of the LGBTQ plus community. In today's episode, I want to tell you more about who I am and why I care so much about making this podcast. It all started when I was on my honeymoon in Mexico. I married my amazing wife, Kelsey, in October of 2021, and we had the opportunity to go for an all-inclusive stay for a week in Tulum. One of the very cool things about our honeymoon was we booked through a lesbian travel company, which books vacations specifically for queer women and trans folks. And so they rented out the entire resort and had a lot of activities, parties, and entertainment planned for the people who stayed that week. Kelsey and I chose to book through Olivia because we wanted to experience being on our honeymoon without having to wonder if a resort or the guests of the resort would potentially be unfriendly to a queer couple. We didn't want to go to a resort and have people stare at us if we were holding hands or, you know, being cute and coupley. We wanted to take some honeymoon photos on the beach and have romantic dinners and just really enjoy our time without having to worry about anyone saying something stupid or giving us weird looks or just doing anything that would make us feel uncomfortable in this time that was supposed to be really special for us. And so we um, we booked this romantic getaway. And honestly, we didn't partake in a lot of the activities that they had planned just because it was our honeymoon and we wanted to spend our time together. But I had this moment when I was sitting on my suite And the balcony door was open, and I could just hear so much laughter emanating from outside. And so I went out onto the balcony, and I looked, and I could see all of these queer folks, mostly women and non-binary and trans folks, who were just living their authentic lives, who were just being free, who weren't holding back or trying to be closeted or trying to tone down their queerness for the outside world. It was just people who knew that they were in a safe place with safe people who knew that they were going to be accepted and that they weren't going to have any problems if they just were who they authentically were. And I, I was standing there and I realized, I think that that's so important for our community because so many of us have that little voice in the back of our brain saying, is it going to be okay if I kiss my partner in this pool at a resort? Or is it going to be okay if we hold hands while we're walking down the beach? And I just, I remember being struck by how for so many in the queer community, 
every single time you go out in public, every single time that you experience anything that's not specifically a queer event, like a drag show or a pride event, there can be this little piece, this little voice in the back of your brain that's asking, is this safe? Am I safe right now? Is that person over there going to have a problem with me if I say wife instead of spouse or if I hold my partner's hand? And so the really beautiful thing in that moment was that none of that was a problem. I wasn't worried. I felt completely safe being there. And when I looked out, I could see that this entire resort was just full of this carefree joy. And throughout that week, I experienced that same thing over and over and over again. I saw people just being themselves, enjoying their time with their partners or with their friends or or making new friends without fear without looking over their shoulders. No one was self-censoring when they talked to a stranger at the bar. They could just let go and just be in the moment. And it really struck me how beautiful that is and how much joy there is in our community and how challenging it can be that the narrative around our community is not one that uplifts our joy, right? All too often, I think the narrative that we hear, you know, in the news from politicians, in TV shows and movies, um, even just from the people around us, is a narrative that focuses on the bad things that are happening. It, It focuses on prejudice or discrimination, all of the horrifying legislation that's happening around the country, hate crimes people being unable to safely come out of the closet or being kicked out of their homes and losing their family and friends when they do decide to come out of the closet. The list of the prejudice and discrimination that we have faced as a community is long. And it's important that we talk about it. I want to make that really clear. I don't want this to be a podcast that's about toxic positivity, where we never talk about anything real and we just try to uh, make everything rainbows and sunshine all the time. But what I do want it to be is a podcast that acknowledges and celebrates that there is so much more to the queer experience than the bad things that happen to us. There just is. And it's important for me to lift up the idea, the the truth, that our lives are not tragic. Our identities are not tragic. Our experiences are not made up of tragedy. We can and we do all the time live full, authentic lives that are surrounded by love, that are, are full of joy, that are beautiful and brave and worth celebrating. Truly believe that in a lot of ways, queer people bring unique perspectives and gifts to this world. I think that my identity as a queer person is a huge part of what makes me special. It enhances who I am as a person. And I can remember being in high school and the first kind of narrative that I heard about 
why people who were gay should be tolerated in society was the idea that, well, being gay isn't a choice. People who are gay don't choose to be gay. They're born gay. And because they're born gay, they can't help it. And so we should do our best to accept them and let them live their lives because it's not their fault that they're gay. And I think at the time, I found that to be powerful and truthful because honestly, I really do believe that I was born gay. I am queer. Being queer is a huge part of my identity. And I I don't think that it's something that I made a choice about. I think it's something that just is. Um, So I think that a lot of that is true. But where I think we run into an issue is that it then can create the narrative that being born LGBTQ plus is a negative. It gets turned into an argument like, well, you know, someone um, can't help it. So then we need to do our best to figure out how to accommodate them and accept them. But we all know that, you know, if they could help it, if they could choose differently, then obviously, obviously they would choose to be straight or cisgender or, um, you know, quote unquote normal. And that narrative, I think, served its purpose in the time when it was first being used. I think that it did help change a lot of hearts and minds that would have been openly hostile towards the LGBTQ plus community. And I I think that it did help us as a community to move forward in our fight for equality. But I also think that it's not doing service to us any longer. Because I don't regret (laughs) that I was born queer. I celebrate it. My life is not full of heartbreak. Being queer is not some circumstance that was forced upon me or that people should feel sorry for me about. Being queer has opened up my life in ways that I never even would have imagined were possible back when I was first coming out back in high school. Sitting where I'm at today, looking at my beautiful wife, looking at the home that we've created together, the family that we're building, there is not a chance that I would choose any differently. Not one. If I was given a choice, if some genie came to me and and asked me, um, gave me three wishes, I'd probably choose to somehow be gayer. (laughs) Because my identity, my relationship, my friendships with other queer folks has made my life amazing. And I think that acknowledging that is really empowering. And I think that the more we acknowledge it, the more true it becomes and the more lives will get better, maybe even be saved because they're hearing They're hearing the beauty of our identities, not just the pain that can sometimes be attached to it. And so what I really want to get at in this podcast is the idea that the discrimination, the prejudice, the violence even that we face isn't because of having a queer identity. 
the pain that can be connected to being LGBTQ plus is not because we're queer. It's because we're in a society that has not been set up for us to succeed. We're in a society where prejudice and discrimination is still rampant. And we're in a very contentious time in America. And I'm speaking from an American perspective here. Um, where politicians and other people in power want to use whatever they can to maintain their power. They need a scapegoat. And using fear and hatred against a community that isn't fully understood is a very powerful tool for politicians. So my goal with this podcast is helping the LGBTQ plus community to reclaim our power because we are powerful. We are strong. We are amazing. And I truly think that if when we're faced with discrimination from society and the forces that are around us, it's up to us to build each other up. It's up to us to find the things that can help us be resilient in the midst of hard times. And when I really have thought about it, I realized that so much of that comes down to joy. So much of it comes down to finding the things that makes our community special and allowing those things to fill us with joy and power and passion. And so I really hope that through this podcast, we're able to bring light to the things that are special about our community. I hope that we're able to talk about the ways that the joy within our community can help us to move forward how it can help us to remain vigilant and strong and resilient in the midst of discrimination. And I hope to really find ways that we can all bring more joy into our own lives and into the lives of others. So I'm really looking forward to investigating ways to celebrate the joy within us and around us and lift that joy up so it's more accessible for everyone. And so I'm thinking we're going to do that through um, a lot of different ways, through interviews with folks about the ways that being queer has made their life special, um, through conversations about pop culture, talking about TV shows and movies and celebrities and music and art that have helped us feel seen and heard. We're going to talk about all sorts of topics. Some episodes will just be me deep diving into a topic or theme that I think is important. Other episodes will be conversations with some of you about where you see joy in your life. And uh, some episodes will be interviews with folks who are doing activism and advocacy work in the world. Um, And we can investigate how harnessing queer joy can help sustain people who are doing that hard work in the difficult times. I have a lot of hope that through this podcast, we're going to be able to celebrate all of that together. And at the same time, as we move forward, I'm really hoping that we can build a community that will give us all strength, a community that will help us to share with one another the things that uplift us, um, where we can support each other, where we can celebrate each other, and where we can share our passion with one another. 
I think that there's going to be a lot of really cool possibilities within this. And so I hope that you're as excited about this as I am. And I hope uh, that you'll come back and tune in and help me to build this into something that's really empowering for our community. Because I truly believe that together we can make this into something beautiful. So thank you so much for joining me today. I'm um, I'm just really looking forward to getting to know all of you, getting you to know a little bit more about me, and learning together about ways to bring more joy into our world. Well, friends, we have made it to the end of our very first episode, and I want to thank you for hanging in there with me. Um, If you liked it and you want to hear more or you want to help the Joyfully Queer community grow, um, I would love if you would do a couple of things for me. So first, please make sure that you like and subscribe to Joyfully Queer on your favorite podcasting site um, so that you don't miss out on any updates. And I would love it if you would leave a positive review to help other people find this as well. Um, And share it around and share it to your friends who you think would be interested or you think could use some uplifting queer content. I also want to let you know we're on Facebook at Joyfully Queer and on Instagram at Joyfully Queer Podcast. I am hoping to add additional social media sites to this list in the future. So stay tuned for all the other ways that you can connect with me and hopefully soon with each other. Because I truly want this podcast to build a community. Um, So in that um, aspect, I would love to invite you to be involved. If you'd like to be featured on the show or you have a topic that you think would make a great episode, please shoot me an email at joyfullyqueerpod at gmail.com. All right. We did it. (laughs) Uh, Until next time, I just want to remind you that this is your host, Bethany, and I'm wishing you a queer-tastic day.